Hey guys, happy Wednesday and welcome to season two of the Drive Through Moms podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Nitcher. I've always had a huge heart for moms and their lifelong job of raising children, their struggles, joys, and experiences that are so often 100% different from my own. Each week, we get to hear the story of an ordinary mom serving her family, community, and the Lord in amazing ways. Seeing the gifts and talents of others and watching how God has worked in their life inspires me daily. We are all in this motherhood game together, and I believe we can benefit immensely from listening and encouraging each other through what God has done in our own lives. What a privilege it is to share these amazing women with you. I'm so glad you're here. Here we go. Hey guys, happy Wednesday. This is Lynn and welcome to Drive Through Moms. This week is so special and the first in a two-part series of episodes recorded with longtime friend Brenda Patterson. When Reggie and I were first married, we had a great tight-knit group of friends at church, about 15 or 20 couples that changed our lives forever. Brenda and Bob were one of those couples. Now, after 23 years and a lot of life lived, we sat down and talked about all that we've learned. Well, at least part of it. In the first half, you get to see a glimpse into how God prepared Brenda's heart for what was to come. I'm so glad you're here, and I know Brenda's story will be a blessing. Hey guys, happy Wednesday, and welcome to Drive Through Moms. I'm your host, Lynn Nitcher, and today on the podcast, we have one of the sweetest souls that I know, Miss Brenda Patterson. Um, Brenda, and I cannot wait to catch up. Um, just hearing your voice click on today made me so happy and brought back so many memories of um, you know when we met and kind of our time in life, um, which is really sad to think it's been 23 years. Um <laughs> Since we've talked, like I said, it makes me feel kind of old. But um, anyway, welcome and thank you so much for being on. Ah, thanks, Lynn. It's good to hear your voice, too. It's like no time has passed almost. I know. Don't you love those friends that you feel yeah. like you can just sit down and catch up exactly where yep, you are? For sure. So this is my memory of it. So I would love to hear what your memory of it is. But okay. my memory of when we met um would be in the church that we were a part of, you know, like 23 years ago, roughly, um, that we met in a Sunday school class, which Mm -hmm. whatever people call them down different, but to me, it was Sunday school, um, that we met in class of really a lot of newlyweds, a lot of Mm -hmm. couples that hadn't been married very long. I think Reggie and I had maybe at that point been married two years at the most, Mm -hmm. um, so there were a lot of us in the class and Reggie and I just remember that season of life with such fondness because there were probably, I don't know, 15 or 20 couples mm-hmm. that we really got to know really well. We walked through seasons of, um, you know, having kids and first children and um, kind of navigating all the newness of being married and buying a house and mm-hmm. just those friendships um, really mean a lot to us, even after all these years, even if we don't see each other. Mm-hmm. But, um, so that's one of the things that I really remember, uh, about our time when we met and we're in that season of life together. Um, but tell us a little bit about, you know, obviously I know then, but kind of where you've been, what brought you to the church then, and then kind mm-hmm. of what's happened 
since I left or we left and moved to McKinney. And then I guess you guys moved somewhere else too from mm-hmm. where we were at the time. Mm-hmm. I do. I remember being really sad when y'all moved to McKinney. I do remember that. I remember <laughs> going to visit y'all there too. Um, oh yeah. That church. Let's see. I, I went um, for an interview for a teaching job in DeSoto and got a job there and started going to this church and even before Bob and I were married and he was going to another church there in town. And uh, I just loved, I loved Hampton road and helped mm-hmm. a lot with the youth and just super close to all the guys that were ministering also there and their families and stuff. We lo- I loved Hampton road. That's where we got married and that's where we ended up, uh, you know, Bob moving his membership and all that stuff to that church. And it was just, it was awesome. Just like you said, I, I talk about that quite often when people want to know about, you know, where did y'all go to church or, uh, you know, what did y'all, when you were first married, uh, what was it like and that kind of stuff. And I remember very fondly also just, it was a big enough church where, like you said, there were about 20 of us, 20 couples, honestly, that all either had just had kids or had just got married or just all within, you know, probably three or four years of each other. And it was so awesome to be on the same road uh, with all of you guys and digging into the scripture together and fellowshipping and having that community and stuff. It's It, it was really a neat time. And I remember going and visiting y'all in McKinney. And it seemed like moved. such, yeah, it was such a far, it was like a world away. And oh, I, yeah. I, I and we, you know, we talk about it now that I don't know that in all the years since then that we've really ever formed a community like that. Now, we've had couples that yeah. we've been friends with, you know, three or four different sets of couples that we right. would occasionally go eat with and do things like that. But I, I think mm-hmm. maybe that part of it, I think, was just like you said, it was a very, very special time and that we mm-hmm. were all young yes. and new. We didn't know yes. what we were doing. We, you know, That's I didn't exactly know what right. I was doing. We had time, you know, we had a little more time in our schedule as far as um, activities and things. We hadn't cut, you know, jumped in yet with the kids Mm -hmm. because they were still little. This is still, I don't, I don't know if you even remember this, but we had baby shower after baby shower. Oh, yes, ma'am, I do. (laughs) And I I remember one gift bag, which is hilarious. This (laughs) gift bag in particular that had the face of like, it was almost Charlie Brownish. It was like a circle (laughs) with teeth just two little teeth and two oh little goodness. hairs to jump that that bag would like rotate from shower to shower. And I think I ended up with it when we moved to McKinney. Oh, that's hilarious. I don't even remember that. Oh my gosh. Oh. But yeah, there was always one of us that was constantly pregnant. Um, that's it was funny. Fun. I, I was going to say when you were talking about that being such a special time and stuff, anytime, you know, I mean, we're at the age where, um, I don't know, people depend on us a little bit for a little bit of wisdom every once in a while, you know, sure. and when, when young couples want to, we're in a really small church right now and, and it's awesome. And that's where God needs us to be. But when they're asking, you know, we don't know if we should go to this church or should we go to this one? I said, wherever you go, find people like you, like minds, like beliefs that can travel this time with you because it's so hard being first married and you don't know what you're doing 
and then right. having a kid, <laughs> you don't know what right. you're doing. And it really helped me to know that, that we had that group of people, you know, even though, like you said, I keep in touch with a lot of people on Facebook and that's been really cool. Um, but just to have that time, even if it, it was probably maybe three or four years, maybe, you know, maybe three that we were all in that Sunday school class together and then everybody kind of started moving off. But I'm telling you, that's my advice to young couples. Oh, find yourself, sure. find yourself a group, find yourself a community that you can count on and have fun on, with and, um, you know, not worry about not knowing everything. <laughs> right. And I, I think exactly because partly I think it's, you have, especially if you're at, like I was a stay at home mom. I don't, mm-hmm. I think you were probably yeah, teaching. Yeah, I was already the time, teaching. So you yeah. were teaching. Uh-huh. So, but I was staying at home. And so, especially being in a new community, mm-hmm. um, in a new building area where there's, there weren't a lot of people out there yet when we were in Cedar Hill, mm-hmm. um, having other moms to do things with, like you said, being like-minded, but knowing that, especially if you're grounded in a, in a Bible believing church and, and your right. faith is a big, a big thing to you that you've also got leaders that right. are, um, you know, have been there, done that. And we had amazing leaders uh, in Bill and Cherry. Yep. And what's so funny is I just found them on Facebook. Um, maybe two or three months ago, Aww. I hadn't, I hadn't been on with them and it just, you know, came up with a suggested friend, but mm-hmm. what was so interesting and so sweet to me was, um, it was around Halloween and they had done, you know, they've done that trunk or treat thing forever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they were all dressed up and did their trunk like, um, cookie monster. And so they you were remember very, that. No, this was the picture. Oh, this was, oh, this was okay. the picture. This was I like this it. year. I thought after all these years, you talk about a couple that's grounded, that not only poured into us, that made a big impact, obviously, on the two of us, but that is still doing right. I mean, they're still just as involved in pouring into other people, um, which, like you said, at our age, is kind of where we are. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And I, I can look back at, like, I don't know, when we first moved down to this area, we moved to where my parents live and both of my sisters in Central Texas and Cameron and and we came to the church that I went to as a as a young girl, but I remember missing Hampton Road so badly. I just remember sitting and like crying during service. Isn't that awful? No, Thinking, it's totally, oh my gosh, I get it. You know? But once I kind of got over myself and realized, <laughs> well, really, you know, yeah. I I just in uh, retrospect, I guess looked back and oh my word, the things that the Lord um, got us ready for in that church. And then now we're at First Baptist Rogers because that's the community that I teach in and the Mm -hmm. the girls went to school at and stuff. And just the things that he got us ready for where we had to step up and we had to be the one, you know, doing what, Dennis did with the youth at Hampton Road. You know, we had to step up and do all that. It was just God's way of getting us ready, you know, and I didn't even know it. I was just having fun. Right. (laughs) You know, exactly. And learning from great people, and I didn't even realize it. But anyway. that's the fun part about um, getting older is having that retrospect in that 2020 sure. to be able to go, wow, God, you really were doing a lot of things that at the time I didn't understand. And I didn't, you know, because yeah. uh, changing definitely. churches is not easy, right? Changing oh, sure. environments and finding mm-hmm. your people and, and your community. Um, I will yeah. say that 
Lace, the church, Lacey works for Watermark here oh, in Dallas. Cool. And so she uh, is at the Plano campus and they do community really, really well from mm-hmm. what I've seen over the last couple of years. And so, um, you know, like I said, that's something that we haven't had in a long time, um, mm-hmm. really for no fault, but our own. Um, and sure. we have... We yeah. have several couples, but then it's also just been, it's just been seasons of life that you kind of right. walk through. Um, right. We did a year or so ago, uh, Reggie and I did a mentoring group at our church and um, we loved it. The couples were great and uh, we felt unqualified mm-hmm. uh, from day one, you know, when we were asked to do it and then mm-hmm. walking in and whatever. But then as soon as we sat down and started listening, you know, to couples and what they were going through and um, kind of the path that they were walking at the time, we're like, oh man, we know we've been there, mm-hmm. you know, so that mm-hmm. is just super important. So yeah. tell me a little bit about, you know, your teaching background. So obviously you've been teaching for a long time and yeah. um, <laughs> for a really an, long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're an Aggie, right? Yeah. Yeah, I graduated. Uh, the town that I grew up here in Cameron is not, it's maybe 50 minutes from uh, College Station. And okay. so that was just where I was going to go. So yeah, I graduated from there. And then Abigail ended up going there too and graduating from there and her husband. So that's been kind of fun too, to walk through college stuff again with them. But yes, I went to AM, uh, taught for three years at a little bitty town called Snook. They're only known for their really good kolaches, actually, and their basketball team. But it wasn't very far from College Station, so I just took a job there. And then uh, the Lord took me to to the Dallas area, to DeSoto. And I guess we were there for 15 years. I was trying to think. We probably moved down this way maybe a year after y'all had moved to the McKinney area. So, you know, whatever, I can't remember the years. It's been too long ago, but I think think we, we moved up here. Lacey was two. So that was, uh, 97. Yeah. Okay. So we were, we were there a couple more years than y'all then. And the move, we moved by the time we all got down here, it was 2000 probably when all of us got down here. But, um, anyway, um, so, taught taught in in DeSoto and then um the Lord moved us back down here uh to be close to my parents I think <laughs> I started teaching uh, I did in Cameron for a little bit and then in Rogers and that's that's where I've been and this is the 38th year so Good gravy I, isn't that crazy it's crazy that you've stuck with it that long because oh, I, I don't know think- it, it's just the Lord. I, I mean, it is totally, it is totally my ministry. It really is. And I see that more and more every year with every kid that comes through for real. So, I mean, that's just how I look at it. You've, you do, you have elementary? Yes. Uh-huh. I've done, I've taught second grade one year, third grade one year, and all the rest of the years have been fourth grade because they're just the best. They're, they're not in <laughs> They are. They're nine and 10 years old and they, they can read and they can write and they have a little bit of a sense of humor and it's just fun. <laughs> it really I is. That. I, love I love that. Them. Yeah. That's not a lot of teachers, especially nowadays, because it has been so hard the last few years and yeah. the more with, um, you know, just the onset of phones and cameras and, and the sure. pressure of parents and just depends on your area, I guess, oh, as to how sure. much influence yes. all that has. But um, yes, it does. Yeah, it's not necessarily something that people in general have been flocking to, although I know that there's a lot of openings um, because of that. But oh, yeah, for sure. So, I feel like there'll be a lot this year also <laughs> after yeah, this year. Sure. 
Well, sure. and like a, Amanda just Amanda just quit over December, oh, um, but that right. that's yeah. for different for different reasons um, yeah. to work on her business, but. So what do you think, like, obviously, if you've taught that long and you've seen changes in teaching and changes in the classroom, mm-hmm. um, how is it different maybe teaching before you came a parent? And what, like, did teaching have an effect on how you parented? And did maybe parenting have an effect on how you taught or Ooh, how you viewed, viewed your kids? Yes to all of those things. Oh, my word. Yeah. It gives you such a different perspective when you have your own children. Oh, my gosh, yes. You know, and that's been so long ago, I can hardly remember. But it, I remember it being <laughs> a breakthrough like, oh, so this is why a parent does this or says this or this is why kids do that, you know, which I feel like I'm a pretty accepting person anyway. But I'm sure I was a bit judgmental when I didn't have children, you know, thinking, oh, my gosh, I can't believe somebody said that or, or teaches their kid this or whatever. So yes, definitely, definitely a different perspective for me, um, being, being a mom. And I look back at those years and I think some of them are just a blur. I'm sure they are for you too, but with with teaching also, I just think sometimes, Oh my word, it was just the Lord. How did I do that? How did I, or I look at some of these young moms that I teach with, even like this year, there's a new one that came onto our team and she has three boys and the oldest one, I think is, he's either eight or nine and the other ones, you know, are under him. And I just look at her all put together when she comes to, to school, you know, I'm like, sometimes I just tell her, how do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> how do you, you know, but, but then I think for just a second and I think, okay, the Lord brought me through that too. He just gives you the the strength and the energy to, to do all of it, you know, anyway. Well, so what do you think has been your favorite part of teaching? Obviously sounds like you have a favorite grade. Um, And that's really, that's pretty amazing that you've been able to stay in that grade for that long. But what do you think is is your favorite part of teaching? Because I, I don't know that it's really natural even for a lot of teachers. Um, Like I was in the school district, I graduated, got certified to teach. And as soon as I got done being certified, I was like, I'm not doing this. I, I don't like it. Um, I I knew that I wanted to have kids and stay home. Yeah. Um, I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, and though then years later when I went back to work, I mean, I stayed home for like 16 years. And then I went back mm-hmm. to work when I met with a junior. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in a situation in a, in a public school that I just really for staffing reasons, I was work it was difficult but um with the some of the people that I was working with Mm -hmm. and I had a really good friend tell me like look you are there for one person I don't know who God's going to reveal to you Mm -hmm. right now but I was working in a a a, a title one preschool we had about Mm -hmm. 750 Mm -hmm. kids and uh I just remember her really encouraging me and kind of admonished me like hey this isn't about you right now Mm -hmm. I mean doing this obviously for money for you know Amanda was getting ready to go to college um but you know you're there for somebody else and God hasn't revealed maybe Mm -hmm. why you're there and it wasn't long after that that it was uber clear who that person was um Mm -hmm. but then I quickly realized okay there's going to be somebody else Mm -hmm. you know it wasn't just that one time one off okay I can quit now (laughs) no that's right 
But to me, knowing you and knowing what kind of what it sounds like, I mean, your favorite part about teaching has to just be the kids and the relationships. I mean, what Mm -hmm. would that be right? I mean, oh, yeah, that and and the relationships with with teammates, too. That's that is like super important. And you don't always you know, you don't it's not always great. I mean, there have been years that have been a definite struggle for me that way. But then I look at some of my some of my lifelong friends, people that I taught with in my very first teaching job that I've kept in touch with. And, I, you know, we're, we're going to talk about my daughter, Sarah, in a little bit. But at her service, my very first principal from 1982 came to her service. So that's how special people are <laughs> in, sure, in those relationships that you yeah, yeah 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 so I would say kids probably the most but wow we adults too that that God has put in my place to mentor me and then the hard part of growing up and having to be the one <laughs> that leads or be the mentor you know it's just that's been amazing over the years but kids oh my word kids that um I don't know. I, I, people can say what they want to about social media, or about Facebook or whatever. But I'm telling you, I, it is just thrilling to me to see what some of the kids that I taught over 35 years ago, that they've kept in touch with me or just to see what they're doing in life or that they're sure. leaving you know, a great, a great life and family and they've been successful and, and it wasn't because of me. I know that, but, you know, just to, I don't know, that's probably the, the greatest joy. I mean, the joy of teaching for sure. And just seeing kids get it, but uh, I don't know, I'm even past that now. I'm just, I'm a relational kind of person anyway. And I just, I mean, God brings those kids in that need me and he brings kids that I need that you I know, love can, that oh it's awesome it is awesome to even talk about spiritual things you know when they realize hey Miss Patterson is a Christian <laughs> I can say this or I can you know sure and, and me the same with them too it's it's really awesome anyway well, and, and it's those times that are you know with I think like a lot of things that happen just through the years of in the moment, you don't necessarily, there might be something hard that you don't necessarily enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's a student or a particular situation or a parent or mm-hmm. just, just the work in general, mm-hmm. but yet you know that, um, you know, your part played a huge part in somebody else's life and yeah. you might not ever see it. You might not ever know it, but yeah. yeah thank, thank the Lord for Facebook and Instagram that you have those yes. opportunities know that my mom, um, so my mom taught in uh, Duncanville and taught school for almost 30 years. Mm -hmm. She didn't go back until I think I was a third grader maybe Mm -hmm. and got her master's degree and taught forever. So she taught at my high school. Oh, wow. um, Which was a little uncomfortable as she knows to have your mom there. But, um, (laughs) you know, it was a little odd. But but I knew she was always there and that all of her friends had my back. Um, You know, all of of the whole history department knew mom. Yes. all my friends had her, but even though, you know, the, the friends that, uh, and mom was hard, right? She taught mm-hmm. American history AP. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, back then it was honors and then she yes. went in AP, stuff. but, but it was yeah. funny, you know, she turned, um, 80 in December mm-hmm. and, 
she and daddy just live about 10 minutes from here. Cool. And I posted some stuff in the, um, in our high school page, you know, mm-hmm. reunion page, whatever, just saying, Hey, my mom's birthday's coming up. We're planning a big party. This is before we had to cancel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, you know, if anybody has anything that they would want to say or let me know or write me and just the sweet comments of people that I would have never thought. <laughs> yeah, for real. Have, had said it, um, awesome. but just made the, the sweetest comments about the impact mom had mm-hmm. on them. Um, and had a couple letters that were sent to me based on the impact. So yeah, teachers have such a huge impact, but if you're not a relational person, you know, it yeah. can be difficult. And, and I <laughs> think sure. I love the relational part of it. Um, I didn't like the overwhelming paperwork <laughs> or scary parent part of it. I'm just more I of the admin side. I'm like, put me in the background. Let me just, let me be the campus secretary. That's kind of my jam anyway, but. Uh-huh. Um, oh, that's funny. Dude, I just love this woman, and I could listen to that Southern accent for days. Be sure and head back next week for part two of Brenda's story as she relays how she approached, and honestly still does, walking a road of loss, hope, and the joy that can only be explained by the presence of God Himself. Thanks for listening, and until next week's part two, happy Wednesday. Hey, y'all, I can't thank you enough for listening and want you to know that you have all been prayed for, for real. If you liked what you heard or it touched your heart in any way, I would so love for you to leave a great review on iTunes. But more than that, just share this with other moms that you know that might get something out of it. You can find more information about each of the episodes in the show notes, as well as our links to Instagram and the website at drivethroughmoms.org. Thank you for listening. And until next time, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday.